Y'all listening to that 20 by 20 podcast, the best of wrestling, the best of hip-hop. Check it out. Boom. This is the 20 by 20 podcast. Shout out to the nation of domination. Yeah. In these potted streets, but we doing our thing. Tell Coco beware, bringing them birds to the ring. Attitude error, WWF on the leather. It's that 2020 podcast. I go rare your shorty with a frog splash. She look like Sunny, but she Puerto Rican. I came through like the repo man creeping. Yes, 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 here we go, here we go. This is the 20 by 20 podcast, and I'm your host, Nathan McFly. What? It's your boy, B-I-N-G, Bing, you heard. Yeah. What's going on, my G? Chilling, chilling, my nigga, what's going on? I just got a notification on my phone. The Knicks have beaten the Kings by 18. It's, it's a go. lovely, it's a lovely evening. It's lit, it's Quickly got 18, let's go. Let's go, young boy. What's going on here, man? My bad, bro. Wow, you can't hear me? Nah, I hear you. You hear me? I hear you, bro. I hear you perfect. I bet. Ah, man. Some some bullshit going on. Fuck it. Anyway, (laughs) this is the 20 by 20 podcast. (laughs) Yes, sir. What's poppin', nigga? Chillin', chillin', my guy. Chillin', chillin', chillin'. Oh, my God. Technical difficulties, uh... Store difficulties, life difficulties. This shit is just fucking a ball of mess right now, bro. Yo, it's just Thursday, bro. It's just Thursday. Like you already know. Yo, dude. I mean, you know, like we we had we had a nice rollout so far this year with the perfect shirt and the Eddie shirt and shit. And fuck, bro. Like you know, with the print provider, this this shit. I see it's you know out to deliver. A lot of shit still in transit for like the past five days in the same fucking spot. And that shit just got me like really. I mean, bro, the, the shit's my shit. My shit is it has it coming from Texas. So when I saw that, I was like, I already know it's gonna get pushed back at least at least a couple of days. But that shit ain't moved <laughs> since ain't that shit moved, got bro. to El Paso and just got stuck there, nigga. You know, and then I, I'm over here like. You know, trying trying to communicate with people and just let them know, yo, it's gonna be there. You know, God forbid anything else happens, don't worry. You know, I got you. I'll just send something else out there free of charge. It's like, damn, it's like four different packages. I'm like, shit. This is a good, you know, good hundred dollars. I'm gonna have to come out of pocket. That should just stay somewhere. I mean, yo, but you know, people gotta understand. Like, at the end of the day, my nigga, you know what I mean? You're a small business owner. Yes, yes. Running all aspects of this shit for Delph. Like, niggas gotta understand that and gotta show you your proper respect on the fact that Trying. you're even going out of your way to hit niggas up and let them know, like, yo, I know what's going on. I know your shit is, is late or whatever, but this is why, you know what I mean? People should, if your shit is coming from anywhere in, in that region of the country, Texas or anything like that right now, you should know your shit gonna be pushed back. You know what I mean? Like I ordered some shit from Wife B nigga for Valentine's Day. And it ain't you know what I mean? Yeah. That was supposed to come that, you know, and you know, the storm started right after that. Yep. So it was already, de- it was already delayed on top of that. And then super fucking delayed now because of that, that shit. It was literally stuck in San Antonio and couldn't move and the shit. I got a tracking number yesterday and I ordered that shit on like the 10th. You know what I mean? So it's like a lot of shit getting pushed back coming from that part of the country, bro. So 
Niggas that understand, yeah, Yo, you're gonna get your shirt, right? Just relax, B. Don't be harassing my man. I'ma pull up. <laughs> Stop playing, nigga. Nah, but yeah, man. I just wanna, you know, for anybody listening to the show right now and has ordered one one of the one of the shirts, just True. just want you to know. Got your tracking number, you could track it all you want. If anything, anything happens, you know, I'm reimbursing. It's all good. I'm going to send you something else out. You know, I'm going to make sure everybody's happy, man. That's, you know, like he said, man, you know, small business. We out here trying to get it out the mud, man. Shout out to Westside, bro, because Westside been through it. You know what I'm saying? And, and yeah, I see bro. how, like, people sometimes get at him. Like, yo, I ain't get my shit yet. It's been a month. And it's like, yo, you got, yo, all his shit is done by hand. You know what I'm saying? Like, he, he, right. he giving out, like, some crazy quality. You know, hopefully one day I could get there with all that, but you know, I, I see that. And then shout out, I'm over here with with just like four different orders again stuck somewhere, and I'm over here, you know, throwing a fit. This motherfucker <laughs> had like 50k and shit. I'm like, God damn, I don't want that shit happen to me, bro. <laughs> right. right, you know, there's people that are just getting that fucking Hitler wears permits drop, and nigga, we like seven months out. Out from that shit, like eight months out. Yo, I don't care, yo. If it was me though, and I and I just I'm like, waited I'm out. Watching it, I don't care because yo, I already know it's gonna take long. So it's like I don't care ordering a hoodie in July because by the time I get it, shit, it's gonna be cold. So I ain't mad. There you go. It's all good. You there know you what go. What the you fuck? Know. You ain't ordering that shit to the fucking North Pole and shit. You good? You, you, you can you, you can wait. You can wait a good eight weeks. Oh yes, I could wait good by now. I could wait a good eight months, niggas. Eighty degrees all week out this bitch. We still in February. Like, I went to go buy some Tims and I looked at the weather and I said, "God damn, Polynesia's back." I need some flip flops out this motherfucker, nigga. You bugging the out? Fuck, was I trying to buy Tims for? I ain't. Fuck, I'm trying to buy Tims for. It's cold for like two weeks out here. I gotta wear this shit every day, day and night to get my wear out of this shit. <laughs> you heard? Oh, some real shit. This nigga's out here just wearing Tim's just to get out of bed and just walk to the, walk to the bathroom. <laughs> Flip flops, Tim's in boxes, walking around the house like yo, was really good. Bro. I'm trying to get I'm trying to get my money's worth right now. Nah, you you put them shits on and all of a sudden I'm dropping my R's and my whole vocabulary changes. <laughs> put them shits on and I'm in the I'm in the Timberland store like let me get a bacon and a cheese. Oh shit, I'm in the wrong spot. Hold up, you take this shit off. <laughs> like yo, ah, yo, ah, <laughs> yo, ah, yo, ah. I mean, I mean, ma'am. Oh shit, hold up, let me put this. Wait, shit where back. where am I? Where, where am, am I? I? Yo, <laughs> let me get a chopped cheese. Wait, no, just time travel. Even. All of a sudden, I was standing on 35th. You was right next to me. I said, oh, shit, not what the fuck doing. What's going on? The guy's like, what? What are you what? talking about? <laughs> excuse, excuse me, sir? the fuck is wrong with you? So, y'all believe in your story right now, B. I'm out of here. <laughs> mm. Oh, man. Yo, man. Um, Where are we going first? Because I got a lot. We got a lot to talk about. No, I'm got, like, there's a lot. There's a lot to talk about. Um, yes. You know, ah, yo, man. You know what? Let let let's let's start off nice and easy, right? Tranqui quieto. Let's start it off nice and easy, bro. Uh, this past this past weekend, Sunday, we had elimination chambers. Shout out to the Jabba Tears throwing a fire fire viewing party over at Legends Midtown in New York City. Yeah, man. I see you them know, some of them highlight vids, man. They yeah, man. Shout out, shout out to them. Big shout out to Sir Wilkins. 
Coffee Talk. We got the shirt coming out tomorrow, 12 p.m. True that. Noon. Got it dropping. It's going to be fire. Um, Yo, we, we, we left Elimination Chamber with Miz as our WWE champion. Talk about it. What a, what a moment, bro. <laughs> like, when he had the interaction with Bad Bunny earlier in the night, <clears throat> I felt like he was going to maybe beat him for the 24-7 championship. Mm-hmm. And be like, now nah, I got the briefcase and this and, you know, to push that story moving forward. Because there's a lot of rumors of him and Morrison teaming against, you know, Bad Bunny and Damian Priest at yeah. WrestleMania, right? Yeah, there's a lot of stuff that we've been hearing on that. Right. But then, what happens? Lashley, who we've been, we literally said this last week. He loses and he goes ape shit, right? Yep. Seen him talking, seen MVP talking to Miz. And when I seen that, I was like, oh, what's going on here? Like, all right, let's see what happens. You know, McIntyre survives a crazy elimination chamber match. Crazy, you know what I mean? Crazy. Let's give them they pride. And let's make that one too. We're talking about the wrong right now, but them dudes went in, bro. And then what happens? Here comes the fucking animal Lashley, bro, to just, yo, he makes Drew look little, my nigga. And Drew's not little at not all. A little dude huge. at all. He throws him like he's a fucking cruiserweight. It's crazy. I mean, Drew, Drew, give it up to his selling to let in a nigga like that toss him around. Cause yo, Ashley's a beast. And the yeah. nigga right now, he's on a different mode. You know what I mean? He comes in there, mauls him. Here comes the fucking miss. And I'm just like, please, please win. Please. Please don't fuck up and get claymored. Please beat this nigga. Not that I hate Drew, because I love Drew as a champion. But it's like, yo, niggas that are real, true-to-life WWE fans, no matter what, we look at a nigga like the Miz. I'm talking about, like, me and you. You know what I'm saying? We look at someone like the Miz, like, yo, this dude went from the real world, the real world, to going the hard route through Tough Enough. To getting into the locker room, to being hated, to being thrown out of the locker room by vets and saying, you're not welcome here, you're not one of us, you're not going to last three months. Yep. Right? Three months, you're not going to last. Niggas, 13 fucking years later, two world titles, intercontinental title holder, U.S. title holder, tag team champion, shit, tag team champion and U.S. champion at the same time. Niggas, forget about that. Yeah, money in the bank winner twice. The only thing he hasn't done is win the Royal Rumble. Let's be real, he's done everything. And you know what's crazy is that he's held, I think, three different tag titles. He's held the, yes. the ones with the copper, you know, the copper tone. He's held the Raw titles. He's held a he's held the SmackDown, SmackDown titles. titles with I think it was with Shane, right? No, he had he he had a run with Shane. He had a run with Shane, but him and Big Show were the unified tag champs. They yep. had the Raw and SmackDown championships, and he was the United States champion at the same time. But that was before you know they mean? named Raw and Tag Raw Raw and SmackDown. It they, was when they had the world and the world and the WWE. Yeah. Right. So this is the thing with him, bro. He's a Grand Slam champion in two different eras. Two different eras, kid. My nigga, he's a Hall of Famer. 
You can't take it away from him. You can't deny. Oh, he hasn't had a blockbuster match. He hasn't had a main event at WrestleMania. Yes, he did. And he won. Oh, he hasn't had blockbuster feuds. Daniel Bryan, John Cena, Shane McMahon, Kofi Kingston, Dolph Ziggler. Fuck is you talking about? Hello. Are you serious right now? You know what I mean? He can be a he can be a good baby face when he wants to be, but he's an amazing fucking heel, bro. And it's like, I'm so glad he's getting this moment right now, even though I feel like it's just transitional and he's gonna get the shit beat out of him either Monday or at the next pay-per-view. But I don't care. That's fine. Cause you know what? He can get it back again. And then you with the thing that kind of like throws me off about everything is just how it's being is being um seen how it's being how it's being like you know taken in a lot of people are like oh yo the miz the miz is not you know championship material the miz you know he's been booked weak going into everything understandable i totally understand that but at the end of the day i think people what people have forgotten about that money in the bank briefcase is that the the ones that are the most opportune, the most, the ones that take advantage of the most opportune times are the ones that are supposed to win it. You're not supposed to be like, to me, that money in the bag briefcase doesn't look good. If a guy like bronze holding it, cause it's like, ah, come on, man, this nigga's going to definitely win it. All he has to do is come out and beat somebody's ass. Same shit with fucking, um, Brock Lesnar. As soon as everybody seen Brock Lesnar, and let me let me let me not say you know because you know Braun Braun didn't you know cash in or whatever he didn't get to cash in successfully, but when you see a person like Brock with the briefcase, you're like, oh damn, you already know what's gonna happen. It's like seeing Roman with the briefcase. You know what I'm saying? You saw seeing Punk with the briefcase. You ain't know what was gonna happen because the shit was like this, right? Regardless right. of his popularity, it was always like that. You see somebody There's like certain Mary. talent fits. Exactly. More you know, like, I know you don't like Otis. I understand that. But seeing Otis with that briefcase, you were like, oh shit, this could happen at any time. Because if Otis was smart enough, well, you know what else? he's been he's been, you know, right. presented us like a like a fucking hillbilly, a dummy. Let's be honest. You know what I'm saying? I, I you know, I'm not saying that all hillbillies are dummies. I'm just saying he, that's how he's presented to, to the WWE universe. Then you got a person like the Miz who we know is always going to strike at the most opportune time, do whatever he can to make sure he's going to cash that in. Facts. He did the same thing to Randy Orton 10 years ago. Facts. Yes, he did. You know what I'm saying? And if people go back to what he was doing there, he had lost the U S title. He was basically in limbo. Like he is now. He was on a losing streak when he cashed in on. But that's the whole thing about the Money in the Bank briefcase. It's just like the Royal Rumble. It's a reset button, bro. Facts. It's a reset Facts. button for a person that you have that that respect for as an owner of whatever company it may be. And think, all right, let me see what's going to happen with this person. He has the briefcase. Let him cash it in. Let's get that awe and excitement. That's exactly what happened. We got the awe and excitement. We got what wrestling is. Fucking sports entertainment. Why take it so serious and start shit? I love the fact they shitted on the Miz and did everything they're doing now because they're just they're just playing into the whole story 
from 11 from 10 11 years ago right but Danae, he he fucking he eats it up he loves that shit you see his response yeah. and that's why yeah. it makes everything so good i love it i but love yo, it you got you got to give him his props too for like taking the money in the bank briefcase and yo we've had this discussion before the last couple of people that have had it none of them have cashed in successfully except for Brock Lesnar and it didn't even look right on Brock Lesnar right no nah. what the Miz did is well, exactly shout out to, what shout out to breakdance and Brock though at least we got that word where Brock <laughs> with the hood Brock with the tight hoodie on his big cinder block fucking head <laughs> holy shit that shit looks this shit look weird <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking at that nigga I'm looking at that nigga like yo that's how you dance oh my man stick to fighting please you're gonna break exactly. a bone trying to do fucking moves real <laughs> What the Miz did, bro, is exactly what you're talking about. He took the briefcase, he put the luster back on it. He made it a dangerous thing because of his 50-50 booking. He wasn't taken serious, but people that watch and know, like, bro, this nigga's an eight-time intercontinental champion. He can get it done, bro. When he needs to get it done, he can get it done. He's smart. He's going to figure out a way to do it. And yo, he he figured out a motherfucking way to do it. He cashed it in successfully. And yo, how about this scenario? What if he what if he loses Monday? What if they give the title to Lashley and Lashley takes the title from him on Raw? Or he weases his way out of it and then he's booked into like a, a cage match or something at the next pay-per-view where he can't get away from Lashley and then Lashley beats him then. What if because money in the bank is what two months after WrestleMania? What if he won it back again and held it again and just milked the shit out of it? And now people are like, Singer got it once and won the money in the bank before, cashed it in, got it again and cashed it in. Now he got it again? Fuck. When is he going to cash it in now? And whoever got it has to take him as a more viable threat because now he's two for two with that. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. And just his type of legacy, he's not going to win a Royal Rumble. He's just not. I don't, he's not, he's just not. No. But the money in the bank ladder match can be his, his Royal his, Rumble. Yeah, I'm a three-time money in the bank ladder match winner and I cashed this shit in three times. What the fuck can you say to me now? I wouldn't be mad if they did that, honestly. I wouldn't. Because, yo, I believe that Bobby Lashley is going to be WWE champion yes. going into WrestleMania. Yes. <laughs> I believe yes. so. Not only do I believe that Bobby Lashley is going to be champ going into WrestleMania, I believe that even if he's not or he is, he will leave WrestleMania as WWE champ. Yeah, yep. we're going to go into that. Bobby Lashley punched his ticket. He gave us, not, I can't even say he, but WWE television with their amazing camera angles gave us a glimpse of what Bobby looks with the title to end raw. And I looked at it. I'm pretty sure even the Bob, the Bobby Lashley doubters or the people that just don't believe it looked at that last scene of Bobby Lashley holding the title on the second ring rope. And you can't tell me that you didn't see that and was like, this is it right here. You know what I saw? This could be Bobby Lashley until fucking SummerSlam. Right. I saw Good Morning America. I saw fucking Sports Illustrated. I saw 
Sports Night Center. Interviews, Sports Center, ESPN saying Fox I'm sorry, Sports okay. One. <laughs> oh, I see the interviews. I see because he's already in the tailored suit, bro, and he looks like a fucking million bucks. You know what I mean? Yes, and it's yes. like he can talk, he can be articulate, he can be funny, he can be real. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. the interview that he did on the bump, <laughs> he's talking about uh, uh, fight everybody except you, Bobby. And I believe it. I believe that shit because Nick, nigga. Not on my best day. Not with two guns. I'm running <laughs> from that nigga. Fuck are you talking about? I might shoot the bullets. My Run, running and shooting nigga. at the same time. <laughs> he got crocodile skin. That shit, bling. He's gonna look at you and just smile like I'm gonna break you in half. Like I'm good. <laughs> but like, fuck that. That's the thing. Like you say, like we could see him on channels like that. And I don't know if I don't know if you saw it during Raw. Raw was. Raw was like really, really physical. Yeah, Raw was good, all, bro. All matches and the match with him and um Braun Strowman, which is one person he kind of called out. He's like, Y'all love to tangle him, you know what I'm saying? But he didn't know if Braun, dude, him and Braun, you could tell they were laying it in, bro. Oh, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Oh, like, yeah, that power slam that that fucking Braun gave Bobby, it that, that yeah, was. That's just- that was a that was a rib shaker. <laughs> what that yeah, shit was. Yeah, bro. You yeah, know what bro. I'm and but, I'm you know, looking... niggas that respect each other are always gonna lay it in a little bit more in the ring. They always gonna give it a little more because I I fuck with you. I know you're not trying to hurt me. You just want to make it look good. Yeah. But you know, Lashley. Uh, oh, you want to lay it in? Okay, I'm gonna lay it in. He gonna lay it in. Your ass might not get the fuck up. Like that's the shit with him. You know what I mean? He's niggas know he's MMA. Undefeated MMA fighter too on top of everything else. Like, hey man, I uh very excited at the way that they've been booking him, the way that they've been setting him up. And I know MVP must be behind the scenes fucking wiping the saliva off his mouth, just like, oh my god, the moment is coming, bro. The moment is coming. They have to do this, they gotta pull the trigger now. Cause if they don't, they're wasting it. Cause this is the moment. Give it to him. And let him run with it. He's fucking earned all the bullshit you put him through in the past two years. Like, listen, you that, know what I mean? Bullshit ass fucking um, the wedding angle, the wedding, the whole Lana angle, the wedding, the whole bullshit, the, the whole shit thing with his sisters, the shit <laughs> with his sisters. Like that whole like what the fuck? Like why? What was all that bullshit? And it's like it started a turn when he got with with Leo Rush. Started then, a little bit. Then he he when they got rid of Leo Rush when they broke them up he ate some of Leo Rush's heat. Yeah. Like what the fuck is that? I don't know, bro. I think there's no one on Raw at the moment that's hotter than Lashley. He has the most momentum. Even Miz, even Miz winning the championship, still he's still not as hot as Lashley because yo, Lashley got the entire her business to help him to have his back. Miz got Morrison, if if that right now, because look yeah, like Morrison's feuding with Riddle, trying to go for that U.S. title right now. Well, I, I don't know, man. I think uh, I would like to see it Monday. I'm gonna be honest with you. I w- I would really love to see that. I'm pretty really sure would. a lot of people are gonna be tuning in Monday. And yeah. And one thing that I seen from Monday Night Raw, uh, this past Monday, is the continuing. Of a story from beginning to end, 
is something that we really haven't seen on Monday Night Raw in, in, a, in a long time. You know what I'm saying? What I mean by that is how they opened up with Bobby Lashley and The Miz, and they closed with Bobby Lashley. In the middle, right. of like, what's going to be Miz's um, answer to Bobby Lashley? Right. And at the end, there was an answer plus a match. They all tied into the same story. Now, with that and, you know, and the wrestling that was going on, you know, Damian Priest is still looking like a million dollars over there. You know what I'm saying? It was just little things here and there. I mean, we got we had a short match with AJ Styles and Ricochet, but at the end of the day, it looked better than probably anything Ricochet has done in the past couple and of that, weeks. And that's that's so that sucks to say that, but it's so true. I mean, yeah, I mean? it sucks to say that, but you know, he's he's one of those people who are a ghost that we might we're going to talk about soon, but. In Elimination Chamber as well, we've seen that Edge picked Roman Reigns. So what do you think about Edge and Roman Reigns? I mean, yo, that was the way to go. It made the most sense. It has the most... You know, that's the main event of Mania is going to be the SmackDown, you know, it's going to be the Universal Championship match, right? Hottest show, hottest... Hottest show, hottest guy. Yeah, right. Exactly. Um, hottest guy in the game right now, bro. That motherfucker yeah. is is number one. Yeah, he's hitting on all cylinders. Best heel in the game. Niggas yep. can't. No one. No one comes close, bro. It's just it's crazy. Uh, um, I mean, it's that's how it should have been. It should have been. It should be Edge and Roman. Yeah. Because you know, Edge could have gone either way. He could have literally gone either way, and he would have. It would have been fine, and no one would have argued. Like. Maybe not Miz and Edge, like eh, you know. Yeah, that that shit don't hit. That shit don't it hit. Don't, right. It don't. And then let's say if Lashley would have had the title, like Lashley against Edge. I mean, I would like to see that, but man, not a WrestleMania main event. However, I was very intrigued at the possibility of Finn Balor and Edge, and I yes. do think we're gonna see that down the line because I think. Roman's going to retain. Edge should definitely be putting Roman over at WrestleMania. Um, or maybe we'll it's gonna have be... a, a Rock and Cena type of thing where it'll, it it'll, it'll drag on to the next Mania. It could. It could. And I, you know what? There's a possibility they could do that. But then remember, Mania next year is in Hollywood. And you know mm. Vince... Two years. That's two years. From two years in Hollywood. Next year's in Dallas. Yeah. Okay. So I was about to say, you know, Vince got the lotion out, ready to be his meat, the Rock and Roman. <laughs> you already know, nigga. <laughs> They're not gonna take the title of Roman to WrestleMania <laughs> from three years. They gonna get that nigga a Hulk or Bruno San Martino run. Fucking. <laughs> <laughs> He gonna beat everyone, the whole roster, women too, nigga. Tag teams too. He not losing, <laughs> nigga. The Thanos of WWE with the glee. He got the gold glove now, right? You see? Yeah, hell <laughs> yeah, nigga. <laughs> hell yeah. Yeah, I see. I see. Edge, Edge, and Roman is good, man. That's gonna be a good match. Yo, Edge is a big nigga, bro. Niggas forget, son is six five, two fifty something. He's not a little boy. Yeah, they're gonna. I mean, he's he's, gonna, he's, a, he's a little, you know. More chiseled, thinner now. More chiseled, right? Yeah, big dude. Yeah, 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 yeah. Big dude, right? 
And then Roman, I was listening to a Carlito interview, and he's like, yeah, so they were like, you know, the colognes against the Anois. He's like, well, shit, we need to find a bigger cologne. I, read, I met Roman Reigns for the, the first time the other day. I didn't realize that motherfucker was that big. He's like, yo, he's like a good 6'6". And I'm like, damn, he's that big, bro? I didn't realize he was that big either. Niggas is not little, bro. It's nah. going to be a hard-hitting fucking of match. You know what I'm saying? I don't see it going long, but I see them niggas fucking each other up. And Roman's definitely going to go over, but Edge is going to make him look like... Yeah, he, he you know? has, that's going to be the, the match that Roman needs to solidify this title run. Oh, absolutely. And you, you know, know what? what? I wouldn't be surprised if, if Edge goes away for a little while after this, whether he, like, really fucks him up. You know, like... I mean, this... How about this, though? How about this? Uh, you know, hard for a match. Roman comes out the victor. And like you said, Edge has to go away for a bit. And then when Edge comes back, he's like, yo, I got to... I got to just train myself from the bottom up. And he just goes through NXT. He goes through... Let him go through the brands. Build his way back up to another match with Roman. I would That's love good storytelling, right? There. I would love to see Edge in NXT. You have no idea, bro. There's so many matches there. Yo, and what? I think there's one match that people are not really even thinking about because they're just thinking about, like, let's say him and Gargano, him and Ciampa, him and Cross, him and Finn, or um, O'Reilly. O'Reilly, right? How about him versus? Timothy Thatcher. Yeah, man. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's a big, that's a big, that's a clash of styles, but Edge could bring out, Edge could make Thatcher move around. He's going to make Thatcher move. Him being on the ground, he's he's vulnerable. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. He's going to make Thatcher move. Like, kind of like how Ciampa did. Ciampa made him move around. Yep. That, that fight pit was crazy. Yeah, I would love to see fucking Edge, uh, Edge and, and Thatcher. Hell yeah, that would be dope, man. Or like Edge versus Damian Priest would be fire. I see that happening too. I see Edge versus Finn happening. I see Edge versus Damian Priest. Edge versus AJ Styles. You know what I'm saying? Edge versus Seth Rollins. We need who, to see that. We need to see that. Who's who? Another guy. I want to do quick, quick because I know he's not really, really part of the rundown. But a quick little thing about Rollins. Keep him as far away from Roman Reigns as you humanly possibly can having them on the same brand. I don't think we see that until like SummerSlam, bro. Maybe even maybe like Survivor Series, like push it farther than that because it's going to take a lot to bring Seth around back to being a baby face to challenge for Roman because they can't do the heel for heel. The heel characters are just too strong and it's just, for me, it wouldn't make sense to do that. That's true. Rollins would have to be a baby face and it's like he's still so good and now another version of this Messiah character let's give this nigga his props this is the third version of this <laughs> Messiah character because we had the early pandemic version then we had the fucking Rey Mysterio love angle fucking version and now he's now we have leather. Savior, now we have right? the leather suit <laughs> the leather suit version fucking chief nut Rollins out of here <laughs> <laughs> fucking smell like Drajo and fucking white long hair. Word, Yo, this is gross. Fucking leather suits. <laughs> keep the keep them things away from each other. Cause I see I see Seth like doing his thing these next couple of months coming up. And I think they're gonna start off with a few with Cesaro. And I'm 
I'm all I'm for all that shit. I'm, I'm all <laughs> yo, shout out to Cesaro for the stud yes, showing he had, bro. Yes, sir. Absolutely. And he was gonna have that that showing at Elimination Chamber, and I love it. Uh put him in put him in that IC title run too, man. You know, Biggie's gonna yeah. Biggie's gonna need some challenges, and I feel like Biggie should start now more than ever building himself up to maybe that person that might take out Roman Reigns later on in the year, but right. you know, build up that mid card. Uh, you have Apollo Cruz there doing some great work, but he's I love, I like what he's doing right now, bro. You know, he's more interesting now. He's more right. interesting now before he was just, you know, kind of like, I mean, yeah, great smile, whatever, but it's just not, that doesn't connect him doing what he did last Friday to Big E that connects him being, you know, Distress and over everything and wanting to kill everything now, like that connects. His his turn just ties so much into we we had mentioned AJ and Ricochet earlier. You know, AJ and him go back all the way to Japan. They were a team, hit them, them niggas and Tazawa. They were a heel faction out there. Ricochet, <laughs> look at your man. You see what your man is doing? Look at all the TV time he got. You know what he just did? He just had three great matches against Big E. All right, he didn't lose. He didn't win none of them. But now you got this heel character. You have a a character. There's something there. It's not just athleticism. It's not just moonsaults and shit. Like, he actually can't talk. He can't cut a promo. And, yo, I wouldn't be surprised if we see him being in that Roman Reigns circle because it was that conversation yeah. that pushed him to you know what I'm saying go after the US championship so maybe they put Heyman with him which that would help him out a lot you know what I mean yeah. definitely definitely but I just don't see it because I feel like if it was gonna happen that way he would have still been seen with Roman they gave him that one shot with Roman just to kind of like I feel like put something to his character give that character like a jolt of energy absolutely but I don't know if they're gonna keep it, keep him there. But if they do, uh, it'll be something great to see. You know what I'm saying? Word up. Um, besides elimination chamber, you know, which was pretty good. You know, shout out, shout out to WWE. They've been on a roll with their pay per views as of late. Facts. But we have a WWE legend signing. With AEW out of nowhere, like a fucking RKO, my man. Literally out of nowhere, bro. As crazy it was out of nowhere because it's a big motherfucker. You know what's even <laughs> crazier? Yo, shout out to the big show. It's all good. You know what I'm saying? Paul White. Shout do. out to Paul White. You heard? You don't <laughs> want to get nobody do. no suit. don't want to get nobody sued over here. Where yo, cast them checks, my nigga. All good. But Word. this is what they were saying. They're like, White will have an extensive role with AEW. On top of his return to the ring, he will serve as a commentator on AEW's newest show, AEW Dark Elevation. And Elevation is basically going to be about, uh, it's kind of like Sports Center, where they're just going to like highlight what happened on Dark. And they're going to have featured talent that is yeah, only resting like, on Dark. And exactly, they're going to have another alley, another platform. Which is great. That's awesome. I like what they're doing. You know, YouTube is a new wave. Just right. streaming in itself is a new wave. Facts. Uh, I stream everything. I'm going to keep it real. Yo, like, to be honest, man, 
And it, it's funny, bro, because I hear a lot of these, a lot of these different people talk about wrestling. And the one thing they always talk about when it comes to AEW NXT, they they stay on the ratings. Ratings don't matter, especially on a Wednesday. Listen, you're gonna get a great show, great in wing work from both companies on a Wednesday. Is that translating to ratings? It's not. And it's funny how people get at WWE for getting 1.8, maybe 2 mil on a Monday and think AEW is winning with 800,000 on the average. Makes no sense. You know what I'm saying? Makes no sense. And then they want to talk about YouTube numbers after that. This shit is... I think people stream more NBA games on a random Tuesday or Wednesday than they're watching AEW or, or... NXT like exactly. NBA NBA streams are at like two million per game, nigga. And like like I mean people are watching the games on TV, but people there's a lot of the streaming shit going on. Yo, MLB was the first one that jumped on it quick and they had a lot of bugs, but they worked it out and they be giving them. I be I always take them free trials. I'm a cheap nigga, I'm not paying three hundred dollars for the year, suck my dick. But I'll take them fucking 60 game. Trials that I get through T-Mobile Tuesday, and I was watching did that yeah. shit last year, nigga. The fucking the clarity, all the little extra features they had on that show, you could watch it big screen, small screen, streaming to your TV, stream that shit to your uh, to your pad yeah, or stream yeah, it from yeah, phone yeah. to phone. Connected anywhere, any anywhere. I'm like, yo, this is this is a this is great, this is amazing, and you know how short the season was, and every game was exciting and important. It was just ill to have that access. So it's like, yeah, TV ratings because you're on TV. Okay, people are gonna talk about it, but it's like, at the end of the day, who's not watching it on Wednesday on the net, on TV, on USA, or on TNT, that's streaming it on the TNT app the next day, or on the USA app, or on the WWE exactly. Network the next day exactly. or two days later. Let's see those numbers, because I can almost fucking guarantee you, they might be up close to the amount of people that are watching it on TV. Because niggas are too active. People are moving around too much to sit and watch. You know what I'm saying? Like that. So the rating shit is like... Whatever, bro. But getting back to the big show shit that you mentioned, yo, do you know he left WWE for money? Yeah. Them niggas offered him some bullshit. They didn't even offer him a legend deal. Supposedly they offered him some bullshit. And he was like, he was cool about it. And from what I read, within 48 hours from there, AEW had a deal, a contract set up for him already. Yeah. Ready to go. And, you know, a lot of, and it, it's funny, man. It's like, the same people that were hating for WWE still keeping them on TV, having matches and all the other shit are like You're so happy he's in AEW now. Like, yo, dude, it's the same motherfucker. And then yo, I've read on on Twitter, one dude was like, Oh, I was such a fan of him as a giant in WCW. They booked him so well. But it, and uh WWE as a big show, he really shit the bed. I'm like. He's only a five-time world champion, multiple-time champion, U.S. Intercontinental, ECW champion. That's all, you know. Youngest WCW world champion of all time. Be Hulk Hogan on his first night to win that title. That's all he did. One of the intricate members of the New World Order beat Sting, Luger, Flair, Macho Man, Hogan, Piper, all in the same fucking year. Suck my dick. Like, get the fuck out of here, bro. Are you kidding me right now? So you're telling me anything, everything he did in WWE... (laughs) Was, on, was, son. was as bad as him being booked as Andre the Giant's son. Not looking like not, not looking shit like the motherfucker. Nothing like the motherfucker <laughs> at all. 
But you 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 feel what I'm saying, my nigga? It's just it's crazy, yo. Like, look, yo, on this pod, you already know we don't hate anything that AEW is doing. Yeah, sometimes you're like, oh, this shit looks trash, but well, dude, it's call a spade a spade. Yeah, because we even say shit on WWE is trash. It's a whole yes. whole lot of shit. We've been talking about fucking raw being trash, and we'd rather just watch something else just not to talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> you feel what I'm saying, my nigga? But it's like <laughs> you know, but it's like, yo. Like, come on, man. Don't just be on the bandwagon, bro. Yeah, she was corny, bro. That's the shit that really gets to me. And it's like, yo, you really, like, you're really that much of a mark? Like, my man's little by little. I don't know if you're looking at it or even see it for yourself. AEW's going to turn into WWE. AEW, at one point, is going to have investors, ladies and gentlemen. AEW at one point is going to fucking start bringing in 40-year-old niggas that you swear they should have had the time of the day because they got young niggas that should have the time. Yo, Uh, people, this is the shit people don't realize, too. Hold on. Like, yo. Got one more. If Orange Cassidy had the early run that he had in WWE and beat Chris Jericho clean in the ring the way he did in AEW and be basically forgotten and off TV right now, it would be a shitstorm on fucking Twitter. That's a fact. That's a fact. Absolutely. Let's a fan favorite buck. like keep that? Keep a fucking buck, bro. A fan favorite like that? Come on, son. And yo, for AEW to f- actually really compete with the WWE, because these fans drive me crazy, and it's like, bro, the show's one night a week. WWE is three, four shows in a week because you got monday wednesday then nxt uk's thursday that's another show that's live every week yes three o'clock in the afternoon but it's fucking live and then you got smackdown on friday like they're producing four shows of live tv every fucking week aw's once a week for two fucking hours yeah and then you have dark that they want to pack 740 matches in an hour show the matches be two minutes long. Sometimes those shows be like about two to three hours, bro. I don't understand that shit. This shit's ridiculous. Like, Dude, I can't really, watch Dark. I think that's dope. Because at the end of the day, remember, the indies are basically irrelevant at the moment. With, with, just, yeah, with yeah. just like certain certain um companies, that right. are, you know, doing shows. Right. But it's basically irrelevant at the moment. So, so I, I these indie guys that. work. Until they could prove to themselves that they could be on national television, I feel like that's such a great platform. I Even feel like some of those matches, I, I'm gonna be honest, some of those matches be like, yeah, those, those see, those are the matches. If I, me at the indie shows, I'm at the bar drinking a beer, wait, wait, waiting for, waiting for the next match. Understandable, but, but people, you know, shout out to them for keeping, keeping money in them and in people's pockets, you know what I'm saying? Well, peep AW Steve's though, and it's like. People like to talk about how all WWE bought, stole this from them. They be stealing this from them. And it's like, bro, you can't steal from the nigga that invented shit. Like, how? <laughs> you can't. Like, how am I stealing from you? We we did this years before y'all did this. But, like, they just said they got a new NXT show coming with talent that is killing it in the performance center but hasn't really been on TV yet. And now, AEW got another show on Monday at 7 o'clock what? That's a great time slot. The niggas are smart. Smart. Yeah. We're basically the same shit. It's a half of the shows explaining what's going on, 
and the other half is showing you know niggas that are killing it on dark and they're getting like a featured match against someone that you know be on dynamite or whatever the case may be all right no doubt that's cool like you said indies are kind of dead and all that shit but yo some of these guys on dark i i just me some of the shit that i've seen niggas don't even deserve to be on dark go back to the monster factory my nigga (laughs) because <laughs> you out here looking crazy man they had a nigga on there that his gimmick where he was he was a professional eater a nigga pulled out a hot a pack of hot dog buns no he pulled out a whole hot dog and ate it in the match while running to do a clothesline nah he ain't this is a fact no joke i seen this on dark like no lie it was like two months ago i said what the fuck took the shit right off i haven't watched name, dark since his name mr glizzy bro Nah, son, he should have been. And you look at him and it's like, damn, that nigga's kind of, he's like a big dude, kind of cut up and shit. And his gimmick when he was a professional eater. This is the bullshit. But here's the shit, another thing about AWO. These fans drive me crazy. Like, yo, y'all know Jericho's 50 fucking years old. You know what I mean? You know Cody Rhodes is pushing 40. He's dead. He might be 40 already. You know what I mean? He's pushing. He ain't 40 yet. He pushing. The young bucks, them niggas ain't young. Them niggas motherfuckers, both their hairlines is receding. They got the Hulk Hogan going on right now. That's son. why they call the bucks. <laughs> Fuck, you know what I mean? These niggas is not young. Like Adam Page is young still. Kenny Omega's 36 years old. Like these niggas ain't young. What the fuck? You know who's young? Jungle Boy's young. Luchasaurus. It's still, he's only 31 years old. He's been doing it for relatively a minute. young, relatively, relatively young. young. <laughs> but even still, for wrestling now, with the way wrestling is, and just nigga, just look at the WWE roster. Like Royal Rumble said it itself. It was only two people in there under the age of 30. Everyone in there was at least 30 fucking five. Yeah, but listen, bro, this is when everybody is at their the top of their game. Right, right, right. But it's just, they, they talk about the age shit, and it just yeah, drives me crazy. That, that's that ageism in pro wrestling that makes no fucking sense. Because at the end of the day, not everybody, and I'm using this as a great example, not everybody's a Randy Orton. Facts. You know shit. What I mean? That's not a once-in-a-generation talent. Cody in there. Not everybody's a fucking Cody Rhodes. You know that's what I'm saying? Fact. And you know what? Guess where your, guess where your leader came from, my nigga? Where, where, where he got where he got all that talent? Where he got all, all that character? That's a fact. From the machine, bro. That's a fact. And he knows that shit himself. You know what I'm saying? Everybody, not everybody's built like that. That is just a fucking uh, a natural. A natural, right. You know exactly, what I'm saying? Bro. Brock Lesnar, a natural. Not everybody's like that. Freak of nature. Freaking yeah, not everybody's like that, bro. We don't see that. <laughs> that nigga's six four two eighty five doing shooting star presses, clean nigga, clean, clean. fucking clean. Just yo, please, fans, man, just enjoy what's on TV. Because to be honest, twenty years ago it wasn't this much. Twenty years know. ago the networks weren't giving you all this. We didn't have a fucking YouTube. Enjoy this shit. You know what I'm saying? Enjoy the fact that you're not tape trading <laughs> to yeah, actually God. know different things. You know what I'm saying? Enjoy, Enjoy the fact you're not recording Raw and Nitro on one tape and going back and forth on your remote, forgetting you taping this shit and still <laughs> missing what you wanted to record, nigga. Shout out to Woodrow's. 
Shout out to Woodrow's recordings. Yo, wait, let me borrow that tape of Raw. That shit's half Raw, half Nitro. <laughs> 14 commercials and a little bit of porn at the end. Like, bro, what the fuck? <laughs> oh, man, I remember, bro. My mom was working <laughs> overnight. So I would have Raw taping in the living room and fucking Nitro taping in her room. And just going back and forth. <laughs> back and going forth. Here. Like, like, like if I'm not, like if I'm not recording, still going back and forth, just not wanting to miss something. <laughs> I'll be flicking the channels back and forth. My pops again, man, pull my fucking show and just leave it on. I'd be like, bro, but both shows are on. Like, what the fuck? Yo, on. great times. Great. Fun. Now you could watch both shows at the same time. One on your TV, one on your phone. And nigga, you get to go. <laughs> great fucking time. real. Oh man, that's crazy. But yo, man, but yeah, um, man. Shout out to Paul White, aka yeah, the big show. AW, that was a big shock. That was a big shock. And then no one ruined it. And it's like that was good. That was a good was, surprise. It was shocking. It was shocking to say the least. It was shocking. Um good move by them, bro. One all right. So this next person I want to talk about is it's kind of it, it's crazy the disservice that is going on with this person. And I want to talk about the ghost of Andrade. Uh, I mean, yo, <laughs> we had reports from, you know, Stop. him being injured, him already being cleared, him to when he comes back, he's going to be paired with wifey, Charlotte, to now that Vince doesn't see anything in him and also Aleister Black to a certain point. I go say that while asking you this. What the fuck went wrong, bro? Fuck went wrong over here, man. What you know you th- what I think, bro? I'm not going to say what, but what do you think? I'm, I'm, I think, oh, man. And it's weird because the person's name I'm going to mention has a pivotal role on TV right now, which is just crazy. But I think the way Heyman was running Raw during the early part of the pandemic, and how he was pushing Andrade, Angel Garza, Alistair Black, you know, to kind of be in that secondary main babyface heel role with all the lack of fucking talent that they have at the time. And still having Drew as the main babyface, you know what I'm saying? But every now and then interjecting Alistair with him, you know, you had him defend the title against Andrade. They had a great fucking match. You saw time into them and they were doing their thing. You had Alistair with the whole Seth Rollins angle and all that shit. And then and then the cuts came. And then they fired all these people. And then Heyman was gone. And then after that came the eye angle. Then he was gone. Alistair Black. While that was going on, they fucking broke up and put them put back together and broke up and put back together fucking Andrade and Angel Garza so many times. Zelina and Vega. then he got fucked. Then Zelina Vega got let go while she, bef- then even before that, Andrade, Andrade was hurt and off TV. And then they let Shorty go. So her well, um, being fired too. Quick, quick tidbit like, about Miss um, Zelina Vega. I'm hearing supposedly she's going to be brought into AEW. And the way she's going to be brought in is to be the manager. For Pride and Powerful. 
<laughs> Yo, there's so many ties there. It's crazy. Do you know exactly. why the ties there? Because, oh. you know, she was the LAX. But not even only just... I'm not even talking about that. I'm talking about being Boricua and from New York. Right. Shit. And That's you know another what? conversation. <laughs> they, 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 listen, they, they need that. They need to get the fuck out of the inner circle and do yes. their own thing. Awesome yes. shit. Yes, yes. But like, I think I think with her firing too, it hurt whatever they were going to do with Aleister Black. And it definitely hurt whatever they were going to do with Andrade. And I do feel like that's petty as fuck. But I think the Heyman pushing them and Vince being like, no, we're changing all this shit. Whatever you were doing, which because basically you saw the switch over from March, April, May, and then June, the, like the summer started and poof, all the niggas was gone off TV. Gone, like gone. And everything switched around. And then you see like the rise of MVP, the rise of the Hurt Business and like shit like that. You know what I'm saying? That started taking off. Then the retribution shit started. And while that was going on, all these niggas were being, their TV time was being cut. So I feel like it's a combination of what Heyman pushing them hard and, you know, wanting to put these guys to the forefront because he sees them as stars. Yeah. People getting terminated. The whole Selena Vega thing. And yo, I think, I think Vince sours on talent sometimes for just no fucking reason. Like he just feels right. He just wakes up in the morning like I don't like you anymore. I'm taking you off TV. Like I swear to God, on some shit. And it's just crazy because it's like, you know, Andrade and Alistair Black are two of the best talents you have on your whole fucking roster. You know what I'm saying? But this is my thing. I hate Arlok. I hate the fact that Andrade hasn't been on TV. Right. But without anybody talking from him, he's lacking a very big part, not only to his character, but to his whole presentation. He can't talk for himself. Even if he tried, he couldn't. And it's okay. You know, you had foreign heels who've had managers, strong managers, and for some reason, WWE doesn't want to have managers anymore. Look, what the fuck is MVP doing though? You know what I'm saying? And that shit doesn't doesn't make any sense. Right. Same same with Alistair Black. He's engaging when he talks half of the time. In the ring, phenomenal. Like in the ring, phenomenal. I was watching an old episode of SmackDown when it was a six man tag and it was him, Ricochet, and, and Mustafa and- Ali. The way they came together in the ring, flipped all in together in the center of the ring. That shit was fucking crazy. Yeah, it's bro. just the visual of what they do is amazing. But I feel as good as they are inside that ring, they don't have that other intangible that ties everything in together. Back, I, I agree with you. And I'm saying that as a fan because I feel this same way about Keith Lee. You know what I'm saying? We've said it plenty of times. The way he talks seems too robotic. The way he talks, not only does it talk like he's kind of talking down to people, but it doesn't fit the character. Like, it doesn't... Well, he, look, he reminds me of Professor Klump when he talks for some reason. I don't know why. It's just... <laughs> and it's not it's not, the, it's not the fat correlation or anything. It's just his just vocal tones and his patterns is the monotone, the monotone in his voice. Like... Yeah. And then they make him sound like he's narrating a fucking documentary. And I don't understand what the fuck they got him talking about. But then I don't think it's 
that they had him talking like that. Because when you heard him talk in, what was it, the, the documentary they had about yeah. he talked like that on the regular. Yeah, but it wasn't as... But that's him acting. That's him acting like himself. Right. That's you him being the character on TV. So it's just like, he's, it's too much, nigga. You need to it, just talk like yourself. But the thing is, if he talks like himself, he still talks like how he does on TV. He sounds exactly the same. There's no... Look, the thing is, with a character, that like they always said, the best character, the best gimmick is you turned up to 100. Fact. You know what I'm saying? That's what they say. Like, somebody was talking about Cameron Grimes. Shout out to Cameron Grimes, the way he's reinventing Yo, himself. You know what I'm saying? That shit yesterday had me rolling, bro. They're like, dying. yo, this is Cameron Grimes turned up to a thousand. Like they said about Steve Austin, that's him turned up to a thousand. He love to drink, he love to do all that, but yo, I don't get fucked up. That's Steve Austin. That's Stone Cold. That's you know that's what I'm fact. saying? As you can see with The Rock. You know what I'm saying? The Rock was The Rock. But The Rock turned up to a thousand, the eyebrows up. Facts. You know what I'm saying? Facts. The candy pie, you know. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Booty like poo candy yes, Yeah. <laughs> that, that's the rock at a thousand. That's a fact. You know what I'm saying? And that and that's my thing. Like, and it's crazy because these three people that we're talking about right now, man, Andrade, Alistair, and Keith Lee, you put them anywhere else, bro. They're 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 the top billing star. You know what I'm saying? I just feel that one thing that WWE is doing wrong because it's not all on them. It's definitely not all on them. One thing that WWE is doing wrong with all three of them is that they're not giving them that next element to be the star that they can be. You took it away from Andrade. You took Zelina away from Andrade. Aleister Black, he should have just stayed in NXT. I don't look. Black and Ricochet, both, I feel yeah. like they did them a huge disservice. Yeah. Bringing them up the way that they did and then breaking them up as a tag team. They were great as a tag team. Great. You gave, yeah, them, you gave them each other. Right. Them being together, if they would have kept them as a team, they might have been actually doing more now. Yeah. You have each other to lean on, right? You know what I mean? Like, I, I don't know, bro. They kind of just they bring niggas up. As, as the gimmick they were successfully, and then it's like, eh, you're on TV now, so let's tweak it a little bit. And you cut the fucking legs out from under these people, and you expect them to get over. How? How? Exactly. How am I supposed to get over now, nigga? Everything that got me over in NXT, everything that made me the NXT world champion, the whole gimmick, the whole entrance, the whole everything. Now you take that shit away from me, you turn me here, you put me in a fucking iPad like I'm a pirate? <laughs> to do what? To get beat by Kevin Owens three and, times, and then no one sees me again? And then they took away his entrance. Which was right. like the they best thing the about him. And everything. You know, like when, when you're taking these layers off of these characters, you're you're not you're, you're stripping not them down on TV and not giving them any like to play with like at the end of the tunnel, right? Exactly, exactly, bro. And, and that's what I'm saying. It's not all on them. You know, I you know, I listed the st- the stuff that they might be doing wrong from what I see, but at the same time, the company's not giving them anything to work with. Nothing to work with. And, and it's like, how do you not see the value in these talents, bro? Like, what do you, what do you, what are they not? All right, they can't talk. So fix that. Put someone with them they can. And that's, that's not a hard fix. 
No, not at all. And then right now, the way that WWE is working, like I, like you know, like I was saying last week when we were talking with Mario from Lucha Outsiders, right. they don't need to play with nobody. They don't need to go to all these other comp- companies and see what's up. They got a whole new show that's basically basically going to be what NXT was, which is developmental, right? Because NXT is no longer developmental. <laughs> you have people on NXT right now that could probably go to that NXT Evolve show. Facts. Right? Absolutely. Once you, once, you, once you cut the fat from there, why not insert Andrade, Alistair, Keith Lee, have a legend like Edge come in once in a while, maybe Randy Orton to have a match or two. Oh, Finally have that Ciampa versus Randy Orton match. Finn Balor was talking about, I would love to have Randy Orton down in NXT. And I just like, I just look at the NXT roster against Randy and I'm just like, he's going to RKO you, 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 you. He <laughs> might go, he might let you go over, but the rest of you niggas, shit. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Ooh. Yeah, Knicks won 140 to 121. Quickly yeah. had 25. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Go New York, go New York, go. One game. 50, 5th seed in the East. I'm telling you, 5th seed in the East. 5th seed in the East. Let's I'm go. I'm telling you, 5th seed. In, who who who's for, who's won? What? Um, Philly's one. Boston's two. No, no. Philly Philly is one. Nets are two. Nets are two. Boston is four. Boston's four. So then who's three? Uh, Toronto. No, not Toronto. Uh, no, uh, I think it's Milwaukee. Not Washington. Milwaukee's four. Milwaukee's three. All right. So there you go. Telling you, 5th seed, bro. Watch, watch. <laughs> Watch. Hopefully, hopefully, man. <laughs> but, uh, but yo, bro, like, nah. Like, I, yo, I feel like, like, yo, imagine putting these three. But the thing is, what people got to understand, what fans have to understand together is, if people go back down to NXT, that's not a fucking demotion anymore, bro. Nah, not at all. That's not a demotion. Not at all. Fuck, like, again, just mentioning Finn again, because he they, he was talking about that NXT run that he's on now. Yeah. Nigga said it was only supposed to last three months, and then he was going to be repackaged and brought back up, you know, as a heel. They were going to bring him back up. Yeah. He just, yo, the reactions he was getting, the matches he was putting on. It made no sense putting him back in the main roster. Why go back up? Just And look, look at what he's doing right now, bro. Look at all the people that have benefited from him being there. Look, Gargano turned heel off of losing a match to Finn. You know what I mean? Like that that pushed that that solidified that heel turn. Now look at the work he's doing. You know what I mean? Like everybody look at Thatcher. Yeah, he lost to Finn, but look at how that's pushed him. Him and Ciampa formed his team, the Dusty Classic thing. Like <coughs> he, he's the type of person that people get in the ring with him and they fucking they get they elevate. So it's like look at those three talents right there. Like I don't necessarily feel like they all need to go back to NXT. I think someone like Keith Lee can find his voice on Raw, but for sure, for sure, Black and Andre and, and Andrade can go back to NXT and rebuild themselves and and rebuild themselves up and repackage themselves. And it's like they can still go back and not take a spot away from anyone else, but elevate the people there because they're that good too. You feel me? Exactly. And they'll get in where they're fitting, you know what I mean? Because you're going to have to give niggas props at the end of the day, too. Like, you're not just going to come here and put everybody over. Fuck you, we're doing that shit on Raw and SmackDown. They need some some wins, too, and shit, you feel no, me? No, like They got to build themselves right. back you up. Right, you got to build themselves back up. But, yeah, bro, that. I think that that would definitely work, man. Yeah, like, for sure. 
WWE is at the most opportune time that they have. I think they have ever been. And we haven't even talked about NXT UK, but just just for what's in stateside right now and them having this new show coming, whatever talent, they just can't cut it at the moment on NXT television, put them in NXT Evolve. Let them evolve. As the show is called, let them evolve. Facts. You know what I'm saying? And bring in the people that are not being used on the main roster who or as supposedly Vince says, I don't see any anything at these people. Let them go back to NXT because guess what? Fucking Paul, uh, Paul Levesque and everybody over there. Mm-hmm. They'll find they something were, to do with them. They knew they knew exactly what the fuck they were doing. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely, bro. Hopefully, you know, hopefully this fantasma of fucking Andrade <laughs> turns into an actual person again, man. How about, ooh, speaking of Fantasma, what if Andrade goes back to NXT and joins Legado, nigga? Ooh. That match between uh, Cross and Tan Santos was uh, another hard-hitting match. Yo, let me tell you, son. There's no way on God's green earth that Santos Escobar is 205 pounds. You better suck my dick. No <laughs> way in hell. Fuck uh, out of here. He he's a good no 225. Tool. He's a good He's not nigga big, bro. Carrying Cross is a big nigga, and they were standing next to each other. And I'm like, yo, he is not that much heavier than him. You can tell just by looking at them. It's a He's good not. 30. It's a good twenty to thirty pounds, bro. Yeah, but can't, though, this is the way you also got to take body shape into consideration too. Like Cross is bigger, so that why maybe he he looks a little leaner. But I'm looking at them, and I'm like, they ain't got maybe twenty pounds on him, if that. And I maybe because and yo nigga held his own. He needed yeah. to lose though. No, he no, he, he's been on a crazy run. Exactly, he's been on a crazy run. He needed he needed to get humbled real quick. But is this a Kevin Cross babyface turn? To be honest, I'm hoping that it ain't. Yeah, me too. I don't want. I don't want that. Like it's weird. Like he can't even cut a babyface promo. All his shit is about beating a nigga's ass and sending him to the devil. He's always like this. He <laughs> <laughs> sniffed mad yayo out of Scarlet's ass. And like, you got one week. He's the macho man turned up to a billion, nigga. Like, if the macho man was sniffing yay before his promos, this nigga's eating the fucking yay. <laughs> oh, <laughs> my God. Yo, Lord Rage 4000, nigga. Awesome shit. His but, uh, crazy. It, it was definitely needed. And th- yeah. this match did a lot for both characters. Oh, hell yeah. It, it's been humbling for Karrion Cross. Like the last couple of matches he had on, on his way back. Um, this match with Santos Escobar, he can't be seen as a monster. That whole shit with like a monster that's unstoppable, that shit is is basically Obsolete. They within. had to change it because he got he got injured, so he's yeah, unstoppable. But, like, but it's kind of like obsolete within wrestling in itself. Yeah, I mean, you can start somebody off like that, but eventually they gotta eat an L. Yeah. Like, look at Wardlow. Wardlow, they book him to look, and he's fucking that that dude, that kid, because he's a fucking kid. That dude is good, bro. But yeah. they book him like an unstoppable heel. But when he gets a hit and when he sells, it's like, oh shit, man, I could actually beat this nigga. Yeah. Cross was not doing that at first. He was no, murdering like everyone. And now, now 
but they they did it slowly because within the match you see Santos Escobar use um yeah to use a lot of shit yeah and like exactly. a couple times so it kind of keeps like that like that monster look yo when he threw the nigga through the fucking plain glass oh man I said yo it like a it like a movie like a scene from a horror flick you threw like, both of them through it both of them yo, and shout out to Joaquin and um. Them niggas come bumps, son. Them niggas took to some me. fucking bumps. Definitely, bro. Definitely, man. Uh, yo. That, yo, Raul, Raul Mendoza. Yeah, Raul Mendoza. That's is it. It's really good, son. Yeah. He is, bro. And Joaquin Wild been nice since TNA. Niggas that know, like, no, no, he came through looking like a fucking party favor for a house party, bro. That was his. That was his gimmick, and then no, you know, that, that that was thank God. I'm glad that they took that shit away from him. But uh, you know, the ties to Mexico, him and Santos go back, yeah, years. Just like man, don't just like Cross, nigga. Cross and Santos Escobar had fucking matches in Mexico and AAA, like no, yeah, yeah battered. Where Cross was not the good guy, but he was the tweener, and Santos was the Rudo, like Rudo, Rudo. And he fucking with, well, with a time, pair of scissors, bro, nigga. He, he some, split he his shit. Some royalty, kid. Absolutely, he's lucha royalty. royalty. Yeah, absolutely. I like I like the fact that they built him so strong to the fact where there was no one else in the cruiserweight division really for him to deal with, mm-hmm. and they had to put a heavyweight in there to kind of whoop his ass and kind of whip him back oh. into shape. Right, and I see him losing that title and getting up into the title picture and just shaking shit up because with the work that he's done this past year, also. Niggas, no, niggas need to not sleep on Santos Escobar, nah, bro. Can't sleep My on. son is a star. And you called it early. My yep. son is a star, bro. Awesome <laughs> shit. You called it early, for real. Bro, I'm telling you, man, like, everything he does. And then just the way he talks on the mic. I feel like this is exactly what Vince has been looking for since Eddie. He's exactly okay. what he's been looking And, I mean, I, I said, I'll be honest. I said that this about Garza, too. I was like, yo, the only thing that's different between Gar- Garza and Andrade it's how good Garza can speak English at the moment. And right, how, they, like, they shit it on him too. They shit it on him too. And it's just like, on you. Like now, I'm like, all right, let Santos chill at NXT, bro. Let him get his flowers all over the place in NXT before you do anything with this kid because he's too good. He's too good yeah, to man. fuck up. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, man. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. And, uh, just like, just like with, with, with my son Priest, I look at what he's doing on Raw and I'm like, I, I like where they're going right now. You kind of see what they're doing with the bad bunny thing, but it's like, yeah. what do they do after that? Does he turn on bunny? Does he fucking take him out, take the 24 seven title from him? And that's how they write him off TV. They lose the tag title. They lose the tag match at WrestleMania. And he fucking turns on bad bunny and turns heel or some shit. Or what are they going to do with him after this, bro? What's the plans for him moving forward after this? Cause yo, that's another nigga that's, too talented, cut promos, great in the ring. Yes, you know what I mean? Yes, like, yes. he's a star, bro. My my boy's a star, bro. So yeah, that's a priest, man. Oh, um, we got the full turn from Adam Cole as he kicked fucking Roddy. Yo, listen, man. That's how you do acting, it, nigga. The acting job from Adam Cole was amazing. But the, uh, yes, but that's how you do it. That's how you end the faction. Yes. It's over. Let him kick everybody. Now out. sink or swim, my niggas. Yeah. Sink or swim now. Let I'm a star. What you could do without me. Right. Let's see what you can do without me. Sink or swim, because I'm a star, niggas. What's up? 
Yep. We already see what they're doing with Kyle O'Reilly. Let's see what they do with Roddy. Who knows if Bobby Fish is even coming back right now? He might fucking retire. I feel like maybe if he doesn't retire, maybe he's the, you know, the linchpin. Maybe he's the one that brings everything back together later on, you know, later on. But like for right now, I feel that they could tell a story for like two years, bro. The only reason why I say two years is because I don't see him as the person that's going to beat Finn for that title. Whoever beats Finn for that title is going to go on a hell run. It's going to go on a crazy run. And whoever has that title next, maybe that's the person that Adam Cole beats. And then after that, Kyle O'Reilly comes out of nowhere. Like out, of, have- out of Finn's mouth himself, he said, you know, Karrion Cross deserves a title shot. I I had to give up my universal title. I never got a chance back yeah. at it, really. Yeah, yeah. He deserves a title shot. I understand where he's coming from. He's like, of course, O'Reilly, we can go anytime. And now, you know, Cole, we can do it too. We, have, we haven't had a one-on-one. Um, or we've only had one 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 on one. Not two. And I was like, it was two matches, right? Two matches. Well, he, I mean, he said one, so whatever. He's being interviewed. But I was like, I'm listening to him talk, and I was like, yo, Finn Balor against Cameron Cross, bro. That would be a nice time to put Cross over, bro. Because you're the man right now, there, my nigga. And you yep. can take an L from him, and it wouldn't kill you at all. You can come back from that in a few months. Yeah, you come back from that a couple of weeks later. Yeah, let that nigga, let the nigga take that, take that W and run with it. Cause yo, they with with the way that they were gonna it looked like we already kind of saw how they were gonna book him before he got hurt, and he gets her and he comes back. So now it's like it kind of looks like they're trying to do a baby face thing with him, maybe more tweener type of thing. I think but, it has to be more to because he. I don't baby see him baby. as a baby face. Yeah, be like especially with her because yo, she legit reminds me of Maleficent. I'm gonna be honest with you. By who? Like she reminds me of Maleficent. <laughs> For real, she does. And yo, yeah. she's you know what too? And this is the crazy part. I was telling my girl this because my girl, she be watching and she be up on game. She be like, You're missing it. This, this, and this happened, and he did this move. And I'm like, what the fuck? You listening to commentary now? <laughs> but she's like, she's like, shout out to the word. She's like, when I see them on TV, that that guy looks like a star. He's like, but I think she's a bigger star than him. I said, like, they don't even know what they have with her yet. They haven't even put her in the ring yet. Do you know how good she is? That bitch is incredible. Yeah, she's like, for she, real. I'm like, yes. She's spotty. She's too spotty. She doesn't know how to how to tell the nah, story. I've seen her have some crazy ass matches, nigga. What? She's know. nice. I'm it's the she, people. It's also the people she was in the fucking room with. I mean, this I I W A Mid South some shit. Like she was wrestling a nigga, and I mean, yo, the fucking. I'm saying, like, I feel like if they work with her, she could be great. Of course, yeah, bro. Uh, that that's another thing. They got some. I think they know, and they're just waiting. They got some untapped, amazing potential with her in the ring. You know what I mean? And I can see them running that show, legit running that shit you know what i'm saying moments champion nxt champion i can see that shit with them for real kind of like i thought i thought they were going to do that with gargano and laray but i don't know I th- and again i'm i think because maybe they just little it just looks funny to have you I know love, five foot i love gargano <laughs> i love your guard he's <laughs> yo he, listen shout out to my son dexter loomis who gets better Every week yes. in the ring, yes. he's really good. And he thought that's a big dude, athletic big. I don't dude, think bro. I've heard him said say one word yet. Not one. Yeah. Not one word. 
They've interviewed him and he's done an interview and not spoken. Yo, you know, he was on the bump holding up pictures. You know who I know? You know how I know he's good? Because, you know, the wife watches with me, too. And then all she hears is the music. She's like, I know the Brujo's coming. I'm out. <laughs> he's like, fuck this nigga. Him and his eyes. <laughs> yo, like- he looks like, yo, my mom, yo, yo, wifey says that he looks like, what did she say? He looks like Jeffrey Dahmer or or John Wayne Gacy. <laughs> That's the <laughs> whole point. That's what he's supposed to be. That's the whole shit. Yo, well, he was in TNA. Like, yo, his gimmick, his gimmick in TNA was a fucking serial killer. Yeah, but they didn't do it. Right now, they fucked it up. They they they, they, made, they try to make it comedic afterwards. Comedic. No, no, no. And then no, you no, see no, how no. NXT adds a little comedy to it, like when he does like the drawings and shit. The like drawings, that. yeah. But it, you know, like it goes you with the his, characters. You see his Instagram because yeah. you know he's that nigga. He's mad white with that fucking platinum hair, and he's sitting on his balcony. He's drinking a Bloody Mary. And the nigga's whole beard is red. His whole mustache is red. And he's like, he just looks at the camera and then he he like he points down and the shit ends. And he's pointing out to the caption. He's like, fucking uh pre-workout before tonight's NXT. And he's drinking fucking bloody berries. His captions are mad funny on IG too. And I'm like, see, the nigga has the nigga has character. And he knows how to do it. Ain't in his role, which is great. Right. But nigga, another person in the NXT that don't talk, Kushida, Kushida hasn't said one word. No, Not I mean one when he word. does interviews, when he does interviews. Ba- but he's barely like, you know, you know, he's like, oh, I'm gonna jump in a DeLorean and fuck you up. But he don't really say anything extra, <laughs> like, you know what I mean? <laughs> Money McFly. So <laughs> you heard? But yo, no, nah, no, nah, fucking that was like my girl with, with the Fina at first, nigga. She would hear that music and she's like, I'm out. I'm like, what are you talking about? She's like, no, no. She's like, what's 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 with the the dreadlocks? And it's only on the top of his hair. There's nothing in the side. And then he has that mask. That's not his face. What's going on here? And I'm like, My girl's like, wait, did they really set him on fire? <laughs> and I'm like, no. She's like, what the fuck? And then the, the shit with Alexa Bliss, where Randy was bleeding out his mouth, yeah. she was like, oh, I had fallen asleep on the sofa. I was mad tired. I knocked out on the sofa, right? So she throws the remote at me. She's like, look, look, he's bleeding out of his mouth. And I'm like, what happened? She's like, the bitch looked at him, and then her eyes turned blue, and then the motherfucker started bleeding out of his mouth. What is this shit? I thought this was wrestling. Yo, we should have a watch along with, with the wives one day. Fucking, yo, you would die, bro, because her commentary kills me. I'd be sitting here like, what the fuck? Because she knows, like, she used to watch back in the day, her mom's like, yeah, that's a piece, bro. Her mom was a huge rock fan, nigga, huge. So she used to order the pay-per-views and tape them shit, and don't be in the house making noise when her was watching fucking wrestling. She took that shit seriously. Good. You shut up. I'm watching the wrestling. And she would sit and love that shit. So then when I came around, she had stopped for a while. I was like, oh, yeah, I watch now. And I started to put this one, Kofi, Kofi Mania was going on. Get it, nigga. Hook every Monday. Watch the whole run all the way through WrestleMania. That's dope. I'm like, Mark, come on, I'm going to show you the magic. He actually won the title. She was there hyped and shit. Like, you know what I mean? So my show used to watch, so she knows. But then she had gotten out of it. But me doing the, us doing this, and she's like, you watch all the shows? I said, yeah, Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Shit, there's another show on Tuesday that I watched, too. And she's like, I'm not watching that bullshit. <laughs> what is it called again? She's like, what is it? Impact? No, it doesn't impact me. Take that shit off. 
Word up, son. Oh, yeah, I'm, yo, I'm down to do a watch along. That shit would be some funny shit, yeah, bro. You can do that. <laughs> WrestleMania, you should do it for WrestleMania. Word, come on, baby. We're going to watch this five-hour show. Back to back night. <laughs> Wait, what? The what? whole weekend? We have a child, nigga. I can't sit for six hours. What the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> yo, man, before we close the show off, I want to get into AEW just a little bit. And right, if, right. I mean, we've seen what's going on. Uh, you know, Moxley selling the match the way he does, selling it great, fucking amazing. Right, right, right. Like, he's taking an L. He's going away. Yeah, definitely. Uh, Ke- Kenny Omega, I don't know what the fuck he's been wearing lately. He, Yo, he's just like a Seinfeld character. My, I, it's not even a Seinfeld character. He's just nigga weirdo, bro. I, I don't, I don't, I can't, I don't even know what else to say. He's a fucking weirdo, but um. Yo, he's Canadian. He's Canadian. Just this is gonna be <laughs> like only Bret Hart could dress like that and and have a mountain scenery in the background. That's it. Acid wash jeans, cowboy <laughs> boots. Omega, Omega, Omega dresses like he's in 1979. <laughs> <laughs> and Bret Hart is the one that came out with the Jays first. Let's just be real, son. His kid, game, his kid game beat Ben one <laughs> since like all, five since the all since white the jean jacket game. suit and a fresh pair of jeans on. <laughs> Yo, one retro's first came out, he been on it. Oh yeah, nah, he's a Jordan yeah. head, bro, for sure. Niggas been on still to this day. His should be fired. Yo, when the attitude era was going, and it was like '97, I seen him with a pair of Pippins. I was like, all right, that's it. My my nigga got it. My nigga got it. He's wearing Pippins you know, and then the next day yeah. with some 11s afterwards. Nah, he got it. He got it. Ro- nigga, Roman be killing it right now. He be covering it with the... Yo, but listen, when he got speared on SmackDown, right? I don't know right. if you noticed. It was Edge with the one retros and Jordan and um Reigns wearing the fucking Jordan... Yo, yeah, the Jordan... What is the 30s? <laughs> No, yeah, he was wearing, I don't know, he was wearing some trainers or some Michael Finley's. I don't know what the yeah, fuck he was he wearing. Was make, he was wearing the Jordans. That's what the he Jordans. Yeah, he was wearing the Jordans. Michael Jordans. You heard yeah, the whole yeah. East Side knows what's <laughs> up. The roles changed pretty quickly. But, um, <laughs> <laughs> yo, had the custom shits on. He was lit. Yo, dude, let's just call this giving Ray Phoenix his flowers 2.0. <sighs> Yo, my nigga, the match he had with Lance Storm, bro. Is he the best oh, Lance, on Lance the planet? Storm. <laughs> wow, Lance Storm. Oh, shit. Shout out to Lance Storm. Shout out to Lance Storm, though. Lance so, Hoyt. Lance Hoyt. Murderhawk. The match he had with him to end Dynamite is the reason why he will and forever be a star. And hopefully AEW is working something for the next year. I'm not talking about this year. This year will be soon. But I'm talking about next year for him to hold that AEW title. If it's going to be the TNT title, cool. Yeah, he needs some gold there, bro. Yo. Is he the best luchador in the world? Yes. Yes. Without a doubt. Hard to argue. And listen, and we're talking about like... I'm not going to put Ray Ray, the OG right now. So I can't even put Ray in. He's the best luchador in the world. He's the best luchador in the world. I mean, there's a lot of people that wrestle that style, but as far as lucha libre, he's the he, best luchador in the world right now. Dude. It's hard. It's like 
can't really argue that, bro. What like, he was doing in that ring, that Spanish fly he did was fucking crazy. But like, yeah, his, his timing, he makes it look so... Like, you know how Lucha has a lot of yeah. stop and go and timing and movement and catching niggas and balance and all that? He makes it look so smooth. And yo, Lance Hoyt, Lance Hoyt's a big motherfucking dude, bro. And he... And he he can move. Yeah, he's a, yeah, he can move. And he's also a good base for somebody like Phoenix. But, bro, that shit where he fucking went from the second to the top and spun yep. and then grabbed him and did this. Pe- I was, I stood out of my seat. I said, are you fucking kidding me right now? What the fuck? Exactly, like- bro. And it, yes, you know, it took, that match took me back to another match. Yo, shout out to Heel Turn on Instagram. Bro. He put up a post with Garza and Humberto Carrillo. And it was a match they had on a raw lucha style match on raw. And I was just like, I totally forgot how fire this match was. You know what I'm saying? Those are one of those hidden gems that you kind of just forget about. You just throw in, you know, you throw one aside and just seeing Ray Phoenix. And it's like, yo, you start to think to yourself, at least with some of these guys within AEW, like, damn, bro. Like, why isn't this guy displayed more? You know, of course, I don't want him just displayed, just to be displayed, and right. have it and have it run dry. But right, absolutely. Man, man, they they got which happens man. a lot of times with people. People yeah. have put to have a fire match or two, and then they start featuring them, and it shit doesn't go nowhere. And it's like, have a plan for somebody like this, bro. Because exactly. yo, he has disadvantages. You know what I'm saying? As far as pro, you know, promos. And yes, he does speak English. And he can't cut a promo in English, but it's like it's not his strong suit. His yeah. strong suit's in the ring, so it's like. Nigga, focus on his strengths. He don't need to speak. He don't. Like, he don't need to talk, man. If they got homegirl coming in, uh, Zelina. Zelina. I mean, maybe that could be that could be something if it's not Pride and Powerful, because Pride and Powerful could talk. Right. I don't here's my thing with them, bro. They said they wanted to go there because you know they can do their own thing and do their own promos and have their chance. The, to do the this big shit. thing, but the, the big thing is that they would have the time they wanted to have with their families. With their families, right? And I totally understand that. Yes, but it's like dogs. You guys are so good, and you've been there a year now. You had how many title opportunities? One. That was last week against a team that was not going to fucking lose the titles right there. So it's like. It was no buildup to that. Like, they need to get out of the inner circle. They need to rebuild themselves back up. I, they can stay healed. I don't give a fuck. It doesn't matter. Or whatever they want to do as far as character-wise. But rebuild themselves back up and, yo, start running through that fucking tag division, bro. Start running. Even go to take it to dark. Start running through that tag division. Start beating all these lower-class teams. And then, yo, be like, yo, we've beaten fucking everybody. Now is our time for a title shot. Yeah, you know what I mean. My, you know what my concern is. I'm. I. I don't think AEW would do it because of how. Okay, you know, because of the people running the stories there. Right. They're they're a little more keen to to what's been going on recently within pro wrestling, at least within the last five years. But right. one of my concerns is maybe them lending, you know, pride and powerful to impact because it's like they they wanted to get out of that. Like, why go back? You know what I'm saying? So that that's one thing that that kind of concerns me. But I like I said, I think they're a little more keen to what's been going on the last five years. And I don't think they would do something like that. How about this? No need to go back to Impact. 
send them to New Japan and they take those tag titles and bring them sits back to AEW. Do we do we see and you know and you know who sign me up? What time I gotta get up in the morning to watch that pod? <laughs> I'll be up there in the motherfucker. Are you kidding me, boy? That would be that would be crazy. That would be give crazy. me God versus Pride and Powerful any motherfucking day, boy. That would be fire, son. What, nigga? Yo, Pride and Powerful way, gotta go over though. Yo, but how about this? The way Tom has been talking, right? How's Tom he be talking? Yeah, super I, spicy. Yeah. So the way he been talking, spicy nuggets, nigga. Yo, how about <laughs> somehow, some way? They work a story in where Pride and Powerful basically turns their back on AEW and joins the club, enjoys Bullet Club. That could work. But you know what I just realized that I didn't realize before? What? You got the Good Brothers as the Impact Tag Champs. Yes. You got G.O.D. as the New Japan Tag Champs, IWGP Tag Champs. Yes, sir. And you got the Bucks as the AEW Tag Champs. Yes, and all three of these companies are currently working together. Yes, sir. And all three of those teams are all former or current or whatever way you want to look at it. They were all members of the Bullet Club at one point. Now, this thing, it ain't going to happen now, Revolution, as far as the match. But what if, I mean, the Good Brothers are going to be there to be in Kenny's corner. The Bucks got a match. A unification? Now, what if they showed up and just walked all the asses and then and then held all the titles up and said put your belts on the line put your belts on the line but you got to do it in the budokan or some shit like that you got to come to our house and do it yes book it tony khan book it book it book it have these guys go going around with three championships word the fuck up come you got to we're challenging you for these titles. You got to come to our house to do it. We're not doing it here. Fuck you. Yeah, we ain't giving you clout. We're not giving you clout. You got to come to New Japan. Come chase it. <laughs> at, the end of the, at the end of the day, at the end of the day, if we're talking prestige and pride, IWGP titles are the longest as, of any three of those companies. So they should get the home field advantage, right? You know yeah. what I'm saying? We're going to look at it in a sports way. Like, them niggas is the OG. That's the OG championship. That's the championship. Those other teams should be chasing, right? So... There you go. I don't care how many times the Bucks held it, and I don't care how many times the Good Brothers held it. This is a different era now. It's a different time. You champions in another company, you're champions in another company. Y'all niggas think y'all niggas is the man's over there? Come back but, home and wait, let's see what's good. Yo, dude, with all this going down, I just, what I don't want to see is group pictures on social media beforehand. Oh, no, I don't think it'll be like that. I I want. I want to see. I want to see like them. Them going to like uh, what's that called? Ribera, the steakhouse. Ribera and steakhouse. They're all at. They're all there at the same time, and it's just. A, it's just a mosh pit of bullshit going on. A fucking fight breaks out in the steakhouse. Hell yeah! Somebody get. Somebody get their face grilled and shit. Somebody, somebody <laughs> get stabbed with a fucking steak knife. <laughs> oh shit! Oh damn, bro. <laughs> They poor pierce one of these niggas. <laughs> Still comes out to wrestle. Like, fuck it. I'm out here. Oh, man. Yo, that would be dead. That would be crazy, man. Uh, awesome. I mean, that's that's a possibility, bro. You, I think so, too. I think so, too, my brother. I think so, too. Buddy. Oh, man. And, um, I, I suggest we leave it here. 
You know what I'm yes, saying? sir. There's gonna be a lot more for us to talk next week. Yes, sir. Everybody here, thank you, thank you once again for tuning in to the Twenty by Twenty podcast. Yo, listen, I've been listening to Neef Buck's new joint. Have you Ooh, that shit is fire! I told you, boy, that shit is ill, son. Yeah, man. I'm a, I can't. I'm gonna keep it real. I'm a little disappointed in that Bodega Bams joint, man. Yeah, he I am, bro. One joint that actually me and Shice caught like some. Old school vibes of mom, mom Duke's cleaning the crib, bro. Um, yeah, he got he got a sample, a couple of ill salsa samples. That yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, that joint crime pays. Yeah, that joint but is- that that neat bug joint is yeah. crazy, yeah, yeah, man. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. That joint, that, that joint with Benny bro. is is my shit, bro. I gotta I gotta hear the new Fred joint though. I haven't heard yet. Yeah, Fred the Goss on the Ascension. I gotta hear that. Uh, Currency got some fire out too. I gotta hear that. Yo, shout out to Jim Jones. Shit is out now with the heavy fraud joint, and that yeah. shit is fire too, bro. Shout out to Jimmy. The uh, the production on there is crazy, yo, listen, bro. We ain't even say, but shout out to Ric Flair. Happy birthday, Ric Flair. Oh, well, happy birthday to the goat. Seventy two years young. Shit, still getting <laughs> bitches pregnant. You heard? <laughs> you know, um, RIP question mark from NWA. Word, I heard about that. It's pretty crazy. Yeah, RP to him. And yeah, bro. You know, man. RP Pop Smoke. Welcome home, Bobby Schmurder. Oh, Bobby Schmurder's hat came back to him like fucking Molinier. Word. (laughs) (laughs) Shit flew back and landed on his head. (laughs) And it's fucking lightning all over it. Exactly, bro. That shit. Oh, man. It's like Thor's hammer. Yo, I guarantee you, but by that, by in like another week or two, he gonna have a whole song out, and the world's gonna lose their fucking mind, bro. Definitely. New York's gonna be ninety degrees in the middle of March. Watch. <laughs> nah, but shout out to him, man. That's a real one right there, though, for real. Six years didn't fold. Took extra time for his man to come home. He deserves every accolade, all the money, all right. the bitches, all that shit right, right now, bro. Right, right. Wait up. You already know. But this was episode 143 of the 20 by 20 podcast. I'm your host, Nathan McFly with. It's your boy, B-I-N-G, being your herd. You already know the deal. 2020 podcast, the gang. Boom. Storyline-tease.com. Boom. Go get you that Bendy Sean Eddie joint. You know Boom. what I mean? Mr. Perfect joint. You know what I mean? Boom. There might be some other little hidden gems on there, you heard? Restock, restock coming real soon. Restock full coming restock real soon. Full restock. Yes, sir. 48-hour tip. Full restock. I'm going to keep it real with you, bro. Like, listen, this is my this is my brother, you know what I mean? And when he started this whole shit, I was like, of course I'm a supporter. And I was looking through my shirts the other day. I'm only missing one shirt. Out of all the shirts y'all dropped, I'm only missing one. And I'm like, yo, that's And I got different colors, too. I'm like, yo, that's crazy. I'm like, but you know, at the end of the day, that's what you do. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I'm not going to turn it. I can easily turn around and be like, yo, send it to me and I'm going to wear it in a promo picture. No, nigga, when the shit drop, here's the money. Mail me my motherfucking t-shirt. I'm going to support my nigga's business, you heard? Because right. at the end of the day, when that nigga win, I win. We all win. We all shine. Fuck what you talking about, you heard? Storylinetees.com, changing lives. Go put some flash shit on, nigga. What are you talking about? <laughs> oh, I was about to cut that clip right there. Just put it as a promo. <laughs> Yo, you gonna play something off the knee? Yo, play that Players Club tribute to yes, fucking Snippet yes, joint. Yes. I love that shit. Yes, yes, yes. Yes, I'm, sir. That's exactly what I will play.
Yes, sir. I'm a boy. Shout out to the nation of domination. Shout out to Los Boys. <laughs> and we out. Yeah. Peace. Peace. Hey, Smatty, let's count us. Bro told me go check the citizens. IP just caught him in hit. Sick when I walk in this bitch. Hoes from my block started fucking our ops. So for that, we don't fuck with them bitches. Got shots, so we walk with a limp. But that boy still like Steph, he don't miss. I just need me like seven more flips. And I go put a gas on the wrist. Yeah, my bitch got a cold heart, but I give her chrome hearts. I just got the recipe just to pull up to a bar. This corona shit slowed up. Link up, pulled up. Rape talk, baby, can you fuck me with the stars? No, a nigga move tack, don't rush me. Nigga moving this shit, gon' get dusty. Boy, don't shoot that, that 38 rusty. We gon' hit that boy up, ain't no tussling. Same young nigga slang eight balls. Six figure nigga, only 25. I put in the weight call. I can get the key off. Put that bitch in DR. She was just in DR. I can't wait to see her. Now, bitch, look like diamond from Players Club. Put this gang shit in diamonds, they know what's up. I be sliding through Harlem like A and M. When I run up, you know not to play with them.